0: Hi, I'm Jenny Hunter from Jenny Hunter Coaching. And I'm Allison Dayton from Lift and Love. And today we are gonna talk about when your child comes out, what it really means for you. And today, we are going to talk about when your child comes out, what it really means for you and how you handle it. And it's different for everybody, but to act like you're not going to have grief is not being very realistic because grief is part of the process of when your child
1: comes out. Right. You will definitely have grief. You will probably fall apart. Um, And one of the big things is is that when uh, you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have certain understandings that, um, other people in different religious traditions don't. So you're with the, um, knowledge of your gay child, you're being forced. Uh, you feel like you're being forced to choose and that's going to cause some real anger and uh, the anger is going to have to go somewhere.
0: Yep. And like when I, when Nick came out, I really felt like God had broken his deal with me. Um, I was angry at God because I was like, I did, I did the program. I got married in the temple. We've been doing all these things that you wanted us to do. And like, this is not right. Like you're not being fair God. So I really felt like this was like, God had broken the deal with me.
1: Right. And I was uh, interestingly enough, like the total opposite. I had grown up with a brother who was gay and I knew that his sexuality was immovable. Um, And I knew that my son's sexuality was immovable, that it was just a part of him. So my anger um, really went towards the church and um, not to the savior, but just to the church and some of the things that they'd said and done and was really painful.
0: Yeah. And it's so interesting because like I was one of those moms who was like, it might change. Nick might change because if God loves me, this will change, (laughs) you know, and that what is what I call is dirty pain. So when we grieve, we either have um, clean pain or dirty pain and dirty pain is kind of created by our mind. It's not necessary. It doesn't help. And it doesn't, we have this pain, And it doesn't help us find solutions to the problem. And just
1: like circle over. It's like cycles, cycles and spins.
0: Yeah. Like I want you to think literally like you're stuck. That's what it does. And thoughts like, um, like I was having, like, this is unfair. This shouldn't have happened. Um, You know, this, if you love me, this would change. Um, Like I can't, we can't be an eternal family anymore. I can't be happy if Nick's gay. Like all of those thoughts our divorce uh, excuse me our dirty pain thoughts
1: yeah and i would think like so and so was wrong and i can't believe they would say this i mean the pain that um that the church would say something hard about your child is so painful Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of place to put blame there and anger there's a there's a ton of room for that
0: (laughs) yeah and allison have you seen because you've talked to so many parents of this like normally what do they do do they
1: it's really you know it's it it's sort of a two way. There's like a you know there's a fork in the road. Parents will either say uh, they'll say to their child, "I you can't be part of our life. You're you don't fit in what was my life, what, what was our family life. So you need to leave because you're messing with this. Or like if they're older, they'll even say, um, we. I'm just not gonna, I can't look at it. I'm not gonna talk about it. We're never gonna talk gonna about it again. Deny it, yeah. You know, we'll just, you have a housemate and, you know, whatever it is. It's either that or people push, you know, if, so if that's pushing against the child, pushing against the parent, uh, the uh, church looks like anger, um, anger towards different leaders, mm-hmm. anger towards your bishop or, um, and 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 uh, oftentimes leaving the church because that pain is just too great. That pushing is just—it's too painful.
0: Yeah, and like we said, it's it's, it's all a grieving process and how yeah. you react to it.
1: Right. And
0: we're here today to talk to to you because we really believe that you can be a faithful um, Latter-day Saint and also support your child.
1: Absolutely. And that there's a new way. And that we're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, we want to create the space within the gospel where we're learning and studying about what it means to be, to be gay or to be transgender in the church or to be, and what it means to support a child like that.
0: Right. And so I talked about dirty pain, which keeps you stuck, but you also have to go through what we call clean pain and clean pain is more like the sanctification of like cleansing you because you, every parent has this dream for their child. And this dream for their family. And when your child comes out g- being gay, like that is changed. And right. so clean pain is really just grief, disappointment, sadness. So it's really appropriate reaction. To, like I had, I was really sad that Nick wasn't the first grandson to go on a mission. Like, and that was appropriate that's a reaction. Th-
1: that's yeah. a, big, it's yeah. a big one.
0: Um, like some other griefs would be like this vision of like this daughter-in-law or sister or brother-in-law you wanted, right? Or like right. all of this stuff. I mean,
1: picture well, only boy, right? Yes. Yeah. So we will probably
0: never have a daughter-in-law. Exactly. But maybe that's a blessing. Yeah, that might be a blessing. <laughs> Yeah. And like when Nick came out, like I had to kind of go through that because like no, none of, nobody in my family had a gay child. So I was like, like, how is this fair for us? And all these things of this disappointment of like this vision, this, this beautiful vision I thought our family would be. And I had to go through that process.
1: Well, and I remember back in like, you know, the early nineties when my my family was all on vacation and my brother's boyfriend was always of course invited and came with us on to mm-hmm. vacations and Christmas and whatnot. And my mom was super uncomfortable doing a Christmas picture together. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a, the one time we were together through the year and that was super painful for him, but it, it, you know, his pain, she just couldn't like sending out a picture in 1992 with, uh, with her son's boyfriend on it was it was too much for her and she hadn't worked through that yet. It's a re- it's a it's a real thing that you have to kind of deal with. You have to work through.
0: It it is layers and yeah, uh, layers is Yeah. Great. I mean, I've had 8 years and so <laughs> I've come a long way through the layers, but be <laughs> kind with yourself like it's 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 just a process. Give yourself time. And then, like some people do it faster than others. Um yeah. I was probably a little bit slower than some. I think Allison's a little bit faster through the process than I am.
1: Well, I think in part of the process, I think I was faster with um, the acceptance of Jake's uh, sexuality, but really, mm-hmm. I think you came, you got peace um, with the gospel faster than I did quite a bit.
0: Yeah. It, and it's interesting, like when we talk to, to each other about like kind of where we're, because it's funny, we both have the same answer of it's God's going to take care of it. Yeah. And like this is going to be fine, but we right. came at it very differently.
1: Totally. Totally. I mean, I, I was so angry. And then this moment of like, I've got a daughter on a mission. I've got, I'm the Relief society president. I'm, what am I going to do? And I, um, and I, I, I tell Jenny, like, I'm still, I still roll through it. An article comes out, a uh, talk is given and I have to roll through it again because, um, there's this silly part of me that's like hopeful that things will get better faster and
0: mm-hmm. that we
1: will find like elder Ballard said that we will keep asking questions and find the place. He said that, um, he knew that our LGBTQ saints had a place in the kingdom of God and that we just needed to ask more questions and do better. So I, yeah, keep- so what,
0: what, what kept you in the church? If you were angry at the church? At all?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I, like I said, I, I wasn't angry at God. I for some reason I was just angry at the church and, and anger has to go somewhere. And that's mm-hmm. where mine went. And I'm not sure that it was had anything to do with it. It was just <laughs> that's just how it happened. And yeah. Um so I stayed very connected to God. I prayed every night to keep my heart soft, that I wouldn't harden my heart, that I would um because I feel like um you have to have a soft heart to be able to receive. I think yeah, what your heart taught. it's closed. Yeah. So that's something I really prayed for. And I actually studied, I went through the entire book of Mormon with the idea of like the condition of the heart. Mm. And I wrote every, I, you know, I made notes on every single time it was mentioned. I was in the uh, temple once a week and I decided that I would serve and that, you know, I would stay close to the Lord that way, even while I was trying to figure out this other piece.
0: Yeah. Because I think that's the difference. Um, and i say this to Allison. she's like you're so southern i'm like i like i doubled down on jesus like i was like (laughs) all right i I don't have the answers the bishop doesn't have the answers for this my parents don't have the answers for this so it's up to me to figure it out and so you know i funny thing is the lord called me to um seminary teacher at that time and early morning seminary is not for the faint of heart it is a (laughs) full-time job and so i was in the word i um also made a commitment to go the temple every other week and it was like I love how you mentioned heart because that's what it was. Like there wasn't a lot of like da la la, but it was like <laughs> the Lord was like reshaping my heart and teaching me little by little. And um, you know, he really did answer my prayers and gave me assurance that Nick will be with us.
1: Right. Well, and I think that, you know, it's we're in covenant relationship with God, right? So I say to him, I, you know, I will do the things that i know i need to do i will pray daily i will read the scriptures daily i will study whatever i can i will be in the temple however often i need to or i can yeah uh, which sadly we can't do right now Um, and in turn he gave me daily bread so um in the days that i needed it those days when i was just done um i would get uh a note from someone Mm -hmm. a, a text uh, somebody would do something for my children my child like right out of the blue that saved the day you know just yeah daily bread I would you know it was we that covenant um communicate that covenant relationship where I did I even on the hard days I, like those days when I'm like on my knees saying heavenly father I'm so mad but I'm going to bed but I love you and but I'm here That's all I can <laughs> say And I'm like those days too, you know, those were the days where I did as much as I could because my heart broke too much to actually like open up my heart to him. And you know, on the days when I could, I did, but that relationship. And he rewarded me because of of the
0: action. Like, that's what I think. Like, stop, don't stop taking action towards God because we both saw it in very different ways, but he blessed both of us with, um, the inspiration and the peace that is making us completely stay in the gospel and completely be able to support our child and to be the best version of ourselves in this moment, which I'm, I couldn't have done that without God.
1: Right. Totally. And, and, and we've talked about this, uh, Jenny's peace is what helps her do her work, um, with other families. And my, divine discontent keeps me studying and keeps me learning about like how, how uh, LGBT people fit in the, in the gospel. And it it allows me to write about it and share it on Instagram. So, you know, in our, in our efforts to the Lord, he's rewarding us with kind of a, a, a a way that we can reach out to others, which is really, which is also feels like really good to be able to reach out
0: it does. Cause we both have such a testimony that, um, it hasn't been d- done well in the past, right. but we can do better in the future. And yes. it is up to us to create this community. And so we want other mothers to like get their peace and their passion, because that's why I feel like you have the passion. I have the peace. Yeah. And it's like, that's, what's going to change it. Like we want these children not to leave the church.
1: Well, We want we them do. all here. Yeah. And we can't expect people who don't really understand what we're going through to make that space for us. Like it yeah, has to be. I love that. Mm. I always thought, you know, change will only happen from inside the gospel. And yeah. um, I've known that forever. I knew that in the beginning that that if I wanted to make change, I had to do it within. So we create space, we hold the space, and then we bring, not just sit here and hold space by ourselves, but that we bring others in. We bring you in. Yeah. We bring um, anyone in that can, that can do this and teach them how to do it.
0: That's right. Because remember it is a calling. And so part of that calling is change and um, creating with God and um, rethinking of things differently. You know, like he's, I think he's really ready to teach all of us and to show us the way if we do the work and you know, that's the big takeaway is like, we were both really angry, but we did the work and we got to the place where we need it to for God to, to become what he needs us to help him with this on right. this earth. Totally. And I'm going to attach this, uh, a worksheet to help you as moms and, or dads. Um, I know we say moms all the time, but we're all dads too, because <laughs> dads we know that. It well. yes, mm-hmm. is that it's the kind of a daily, uh, some, some coaching tools for you to use, because I know my journaling and like Allison's journey, where she talked about in previous um, videos really does help you see the pattern and help you kind of clean out your brain of the beliefs that are causing you pain that are just like your beliefs and not god 's beliefs
1: right and I think uh, if you can get through those that will help us help you in the next steps that we're going to talk about and next time, I think we're going to talk about our children coming out to us and how we are going to be ready for that and what they need to hear from us. Yeah, um, we can only hope that you have some of this before, um, and that it's not a blindside, but I think that this will be uh, really helpful in this step of coming out, so that's what we'll talk about next time.
0: Yep, so clean up the pain, parents, you got this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a little bit of work to do. It does. It, it is. All right, bye. Bye.